Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. This is episode 99. Now, when I say 99, I am not counting three things on Thursday. This is episode 99 of the longer form content, the content where you usually get a guest sharing their expertise. In this episode, we will not have a guest. It will just be me. And I am going to tell you why I got out of online business. Now, when I say get out of online business, I don't mean completely. I mean why I stopped promoting and telling people about my online business. Yes, I do have some freebies out there that if you opt in, eventually you will hear about the Media Mentoring Program. I mention it every so often here on the podcast. If you noticed, I have it in a while. I do have some social media posts in Agora Pulse. That is the system that I use to schedule posts that may reference the Media Mentoring Program. But you will not see any Facebook ads. You will not see any joint venture webinars or any of your other online business friends talking about the Media Mentoring Program because it's not something I'm actively promoting. And it is something that, yes, people still join. People still upgrade to VIP. However, those people come to me and they ask about it. It's not because of a Facebook ad or a new email. If you are getting emails about it, it's probably an old email, something that I wrote and crafted a year or two ago. But I'm going to tell you why I got out of online business. There's a lot going on in online business that I just don't like and I don't want to be a part of. And uh, that's one reason. I have four. That's why this is not a three things on Thursday episode, (laughs) because I have four reasons. And I'm going to share them all with you. You know I like to overshare here on the podcast, so you're going to hear it all right after this brand new intro. Hi, I'm Christina Nicholson. I'm a former TV reporter and anchor who has worked in markets from New York City to Miami, Florida. Now, I own a public relations agency called Media Maven. I also founded software called Podcast Clout. I do it all with three little kids at home. And no, I have never felt any mom guilt about any of it. You can follow along with my life as a working mom on my blog or on social media at Christina All Day. Oh yeah, and I love reading and eating pizza. Welcome to Become a Media Maven. Okay, so why did I get out of online business? Oh, there's a lot of reasons. And I'm going to try to be as politically correct or as nice about it as I can be without calling people out. But you guys know how I do. Number one, it's really the people in the business. It's the people in the online space. I, I don't want to associate with a lot of them. Um, there are a few that I have, and I would say the few that actually practice what they preach are in the minority. I, I can count on one hand how many people who I have worked with, who I have corresponded with, who are very successful in the online space that are actually kind and If they say, I'm a woman who supports other women, they actually do that. But I would say the majority of them, if I'm using both of my hands, I would say maybe 7 out of 10 of them 
are all doing it for show. And they get on their podcasts and they talk about helping you. And I'm a woman who supports other women and this and that. And they're just big fat liars. Um, they do things just for the posts. They do things just for the marketing. And listen, I'm not saying help people for free. Like, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, I am against that. Like, we're not running nonprofits here. But what I am saying is if you are going to get online and you are going to say you are an expert at something and you help people do this thing, then you need to do that. There's a few things that I have seen and heard of and experienced recently that just have me like, oh, I don't want to associate with these people. And I'll tell you one person who is in the marketing space. I could get super specific here, people, but I'm not going to. Let's just say we're in very similar industries. And this person talks a lot online about his or her million-dollar business. And I know for a fact that this person does not have a lot of money because this person spends a million dollars to have a million-dollar business. This person is very big online and this person is not successful at all because all of the money that is being spent is on Facebook ads, is on prizes and trips and gifts to people who promote this person's product and service. To me, that's just very dishonest. It's it's very dishonest and... I don't want to be associated with this person. And because we are in very similar industries, this person's name comes up to me a lot. And um, it's, just, it's just not good. It's not good business. It's not ethical. I think it's dishonest. And another thing this person does is he or she will sell their service or product. And then they will find other people to deliver it. Because this person actually doesn't know how to do what they say they know how to do. They're not executing what they claim to be great at executing. And I know this because I have personal friends, personal professional colleagues in the space who say, oh yes, if you buy this person's product or you buy this person's service, I am actually the one executing everything and I have a contract with this person not to say it's me and we're going to pretend it's them. So that's just one example to get super specific of why I think the online business space has just turned into bullshit. Because for that one person, there are dozens, hundreds of others doing the exact same thing. And I just don't want to be a part of that space. I mean, I think maybe it was real. I think it was real probably a few years ago. But then everybody saw that they could post anything online. And if they had a great picture, like if they rented a sports car and stood in front of it, or hell, if they saw a cool looking car in the parking lot and took a picture in front of it, they could just post it on social media and people would think it was their sports car and they make enough money to pay for it. I don't know if you listened to 
the podcast episode that I did with Stacey Teschel. I don't remember if it was on my podcast or if it was when I was a guest on hers. I think it was when she was on my podcast. Um, That was episode number 82, Starting Local to Build an Online Business, if you want to check it out. But Stacey talked about people who she knows who would rent beautiful houses and mansions on the beach just to have a photo shoot for their marketing content. And then that was it. And that's where these people are spending their money, right? Like they'll say, I have a million dollar business, but they're spending a million dollars to have that business. They're not profiting. And if you're not profiting, like what's the point? What is the point? So for me, one reason I got out of the online business space is because I just don't want to be looped in with these people. Now, again, there are a few who are legit. There are a few who are very nice, who will respond to your emails, who will respond to a comment on social media, who actually practice what they preach. There are a few, but there are many who give not only online business a bad name, But whatever industry they're in a bad name, whatever service, whatever product they're providing, they're they're just like scam artists because it's so easy to put anything on the internet. Everybody's doing it. And so many people are getting burned. And I just want to separate myself from that. I don't like what it has turned into. So that's one reason. The second reason is a customer's mindset. So this is less industry, more me, and more me just honest to God being impatient. So I have Media Maven, my public relations agency, and this is always what it started out as. A PR agency's average monthly retainer is $6,000 a month. This was like a year and a half ago, so it's probably more to be quite honest, but it's $6,000 a month. So then people would tell me, oh, I want something cheaper. I mean, I'll have to do it myself. I understand because I'm not spending a lot of money. That's kind of how my media mentoring program came about. But I quickly learned, and I thought, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so this is, you know, a service that costs thousands a month. It should be super easy to sell this media mentoring program for less than a thousand a month. I'm, I'm giving them literally everything I do everything my team does. They just have to execute it. So you think, I thought, this would be an easy sale, less than $1,000 a month. But let me tell you, it is harder. It is harder for me to sell you something that's less than $1,000 a month than it is for me to sell a business owner something that's $6,000 a month. And that's because most of the time, again, I'm not saying all the time, because there's, there's people in my media mentoring program, so I'm not saying everybody. But most of the time, when I talk to people about the media mentoring program, it's not like I'm talking about business and marketing and sales. It's like I have to go into mindset and go all psychological on you. Because for somebody to be at the stage in their business where they buy an online course and they have to execute things themselves, they have to have a certain mindset. And many times people like the idea of it and they want to do it, but they're scared. They have 
oh, I'm afraid I'm going to spend money and I'm not going to get results. I'm afraid I don't have time. Well, what if this doesn't work? Like they have a lot of doubts and they have a lot of reservations and it's like early entrepreneurial shit, to be quite honest, that stops them from investing in their business and making, making plans and decisions and actions to invest in their business and move it forward. That's a hard sell to get through somebody's mind. Why you got to explain why they need it and how. And there's just so much reassuring. When with my agency, I could just say, hey, this is PR. This is what we do. This is why you need it. And it's done. I don't have to deal with mindset issues with my agency. Instead, it's different issues. It's Who's the right contact? Where's the red tape? The lawyer needs to go through this. It's a different set of problems, but it's an easier sell because that business owner or the person making that decision has already gone through all of that mindset shit to grow their business. They know they have to invest in their business for it to continue to grow. They know that... They have to be seen to grow when the online course buyer sometimes is too scared because they're not as experienced. So for me, and this kind of goes into number three, talking about where I made my money, this is why it was easier for me to sell somebody to be a a client of the agency than to buy my online course, even though it was much cheaper. So when I took a step back and I looked at where I made my money, it was with my agency. It wasn't with my online course. And I spent, I would say, talk about the 80-20 rule, I would say that I spent 80% of my time marketing to get people in my online course, even though that was probably 20% of my income. 80% of my income was for the agency. So... If most of my money is coming from the agency, then why am I going to spend most of my time trying to build something that A, brings in less money, and B, is a harder sale? It just didn't make sense when I stepped back and I looked at it. And this was something that came to me like as an aha moment. I remember I was in San Diego with Pat Flynn and the rest of our Accelerator Mastermind. And I was like, why am I spending all this time on something that brings in little income and I have this other thing that's bringing in way more income and I'm not spending any time on it? Like, what if I actually spent time on that? So I think number two and number three here kind of go together when we talk about the customer's mindset and and then maybe that's why the money is different. Now, obviously it can be done. I mean, there are people who make millions of dollars selling to this person, this new entrepreneur online, I personally don't have the patience for it. I don't have the patience for people who say they want to be successful, but they don't want to spend money on what could make them successful. They want to be successful, but they don't want to spend time on what could make them successful. I, I just don't have the patience to talk people through that. I would rather meet you where you're ready for the marketing. You're ready for the PR. You want to hear about, you know, the inner workings of a newsroom. 
I don't want to have that long drawn out sales conversation with you. I don't want to spend hours and hours on my marketing copy, making sure I speak to you and your fears and, and this and that. It's, it's just not where I want to spend my time or my money when it could be spent on something that is A, more profitable for me and B, includes my team. Because I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again, honey, my team is better than me. The people on my team at Media Maven, they are better than me and that is why they are there. That is why I let them do what they do best. So that's another reason why I just pumped the brakes on the online business thing. And then the fourth reason, because hey, if it were just three, this would be a three things on Thursday. The fourth reason is controlling the results. So I hate it when people buy my online course and they do nothing. People for years have upgraded to the VIP version and month after month, they do not book calls with my team. They do not send emails. They do not vox me. So then I made sure I went into the program and I made sure that once a month they got an email with, hey, reminder, book your calls with my team. Here is the link to do that. And still they don't do it. And it makes me mad because I'm, I am like, you're wasting your money. Why are you investing in this program? And then why are you choosing to do nothing? Because it's not going to work if you do not do what the program says for you to do. And I remember my first business coach, she said, you know, like you, it's frustrating, but you can't control other people's outcomes. They are in control of what happens. And yes, that's true. But if you hire me to do a job, I want to do my best to do that job. But you have to do your part. And it really, really frustrates me when people join my programs and they don't book calls, they don't send me emails, they don't voxer me, they're not active in the Facebook group. And shocker, those people don't get media exposure. The people who do are the ones who are booking their calls every month, who are voxing me, who are sending me emails, who post in the Facebook group. Like, it's not rocket science. I have never invested in a program. I've been in coaching programs for three years now, over three years now. Every single one. I don't think I've missed one call in any program. I don't think I've missed one retreat because, like, I am paying you for a reason. So, When you hire my agency, we do the work. We do the work and we tell you in an email every Friday, this is what we have done because we are in control of that. When you purchase the media mentoring program or when you upgrade to VIP and you don't do the work, it's out of my control. No matter how much I try to get you to do the work, I can't control you and what you do. And it's very frustrating to me. And I know this is something that a lot of coaches feel and they learn to get over it. For me, I'm one that hates wasting time and money. I hate wasting time and money. So when I see people wasting time and money on me and my programs, it just makes me mad. I don't know what it is. It just makes me mad. I haven't gotten over it yet. So... I got out of the online business, one, because of the people in the business. And I know that sounds super negative, and I know there's a lot of amazing people in business. 
in online business who do a lot of amazing things for people. But I, I got tired of being associated with the bad ones just because we're in the same industry or just because we were on the same podcast or just because we know the same people. Um, I just did one of those automated webinars with somebody, um, another person big in online business and, you know, got some cool information. And then, you know, at the end, there's the, the sale for the program and it had some bonuses in it. And some people in those bonuses were people that I know for a fact are not successful. They're faking it. They're outsourcing a lot of the work they claim to be doing themselves. Um, they're not kind to people. I'll give you another specific example of somebody who's not very kind. There's a guy very big in the online business space who is known as the connector, the influencer, the relationship person, the networking person. Like he's the people person. And he has not been overly kind to me digitally. And I say that because I am somebody who I know there's no tone in text. I read every message, email, everything with a Minnie Mouse voice because I don't want to be one of those people who gets defensive over something that's like not at all. But after repeated back and forths with this person on email, on LinkedIn, and on Instagram, I was like, damn, you are not a very good people person at all. Like, you're the relationship guy? You're the building a network guy? Like, is this how you do it? And then I realized, yes, that is how he does it with people who he doesn't think can help them. But if he thinks you can help him, he's going to be a lot nicer to you. There's another person very big in online business, one of the biggest, one of the most popular podcasts. And I helped her a lot um, for free, I guess. I mean, it wasn't like I was I was trying to help her for free. I just saw some easy media opportunities that I could have gotten her in. And I was a big fan of hers. I was a big follower of hers. Like I got a lot of a lot of value from her podcast. And so I was like, oh, here's an opportunity for you. Here's I got her probably like four or five major media things. I'm talking Inc. Magazine, Fast Company, Huff Post, back in the day, like big stuff. This was a couple years ago. And I asked her, I remember, I was like, hey, well, you know, we can talk about this um, on your podcast. We can talk about how I did this for you and how it's so easy and you don't need an agency. You can just do it yourself. And she was, she basically said, well, why don't you get me a few more things and then we can talk about you being on my podcast. And I was like, no, that's not, that's not how it works. <laughs> I don't like treat you as a client just to get on your podcast. I did these things because I was trying to be nice to you. I saw an opportunity and I thought, you know, they could be helpful to you. Like I, I it's, it's not how it works. And she just, it was just a turn off to me. And then a few months after that, maybe even a year, it was a while after that, she sent me another email asking how I could help her again. And of course, she did not want to pay for any help. She just wanted me to do it for her. And I haven't listened to her podcast since because now I'm like, okay, that's who you are as a person. You, you come on and you show a little something, something different 
on, on your platforms, but I get it now. I get it now. And this person, um, I find an online business, I know I'm going back to my reason number one and ranting again, but I find a lot of people in online business to kind of go back to these last two examples. They only want to, I mean, it's really like petty high school mean girl stuff and it's for the guys too. They only want to associate you with you or be seen with you if you are quote unquote a celebrity. Like if you are anybody well known, they will jump at the chance to do anything with you. But if you are a quote unquote no name, they have no use for you. I know, you know, when I reached out to some people years ago, um, nothing, crickets. And nothing really has changed. But then after they saw me do a TEDx talk or after they heard me on a certain podcast, then all of a sudden they're interested in me. And it's like, well, what I talked about you with you a few years ago, that's like, everything's the same. Nothing's changed. But now that you see I'm associated with people who you think are cool, now, now you want to associate with me? I just see that so much in online business and it drives me nuts and I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. Like I am not in business to look cool on the internet. I'm in business to make money, to do what I want when I want. And I got a family of five to support. I don't know if you heard that podcast episode a few weeks ago, but my husband is now retired. As I record this, he is in the other room (laughs) supervising virtual school. So I don't have time to play your games of where we're sitting at the cafeteria because I actually have a business to run and money to make. So I need to focus on what's working and double down on what's working and stop what's not. So that is my long-winded podcast (laughs) on why I got out of online business. Number one, the people in business. I'm not going to recap again. You heard it twice. Number two, the customer's mindset. I just don't have the patience for that whole sales process with somebody who is a beginner in business versus somebody who is more advanced. And I don't mean money-wise. I mean mindset-wise. Okay, you could be brand new at business and jump into the media mentoring program, no problem. I have had people do that. That's because of their mindset. Has nothing to do with how much money they're making. Number three, where I made money. You gotta focus on what works. What works, double down. What doesn't work, stop it. Give it to somebody else. Figure out how to make it work. But when you have to make money, you gotta focus on what works. And number four, the control of the results. I don't like seeing people waste time or money. And when it's on my watch, it just bothers me. It bothers me. And if I coach you, I can't control what you do. Um, And again, my, my first business coach, she told people, she was like, repeat after me, I am in control of my results. Because she could, she, I mean, she would tell you what to do all day, every day. If you don't do it, that's not her fault. That's your fault. I mean, let's keep it real. It's like having a hot body. We know what we need to do. We know we need to eat healthy and work out. But Most of us don't do it. It's like hiring a health coach and they tell you what exercises to do, what food to eat, and you don't do it and it doesn't work and then you go and you blame the health coach. No, it's your fault because you didn't do it. It's frustrating. It's frustrating to see people spend time and money with you and then they don't do, they don't keep up their end of the bargain. So 
Those are my reasons. Maybe I'll get back into it someday. I mean, hey, listen, our goals change. Everybody's goals change. We get tired of doing something. We want to try doing something else. I mean, look at me. Good God. I started as a professional freelancer, accidentally built an agency, started the Christina All Day blog side hustle. Then I created Podcast Clout, the software, to help you find the right podcast to pitch to be a guest on. Like that came out of nowhere. And now I'm reading a book on how to invest in real estate because I plan on doing that next. So who knows? Maybe this episode will be outdated one day because I will get back into online business. But for right now, it's not a fit. And those are all of the reasons why. I'd love to hear what you think because I know when you're on social, you get targeted with these ads. Maybe it's the the bro in front of his sports car. Maybe it's the person on the beach with their laptop acting like that thing's not glaring in their face and pretending to really work. I mean, let me know what you think about online business. And I did do an episode, I believe, on how to choose a business coach because it is important to also hire people in online business, (laughs) right? Like I talk about the media mentoring program. That's an online business. It is important to hire people, but how do you know who the fakers are from the real ones? I did an episode, um, three things on Thursday on, I believe I did, on how to find a business coach. That one, it was episode 13 of three things on Thursday that came out at the beginning of June. And I talked about what I look for in hiring a business coach. Um, and this, you know, goes for anything. It goes for online course, etc. I would never buy an online course just for the course. Like I have to have a person. I want somebody to know specifically, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. Tell me, tell me what to do. I need a person to talk to. I don't just want to do a course. Um, I also want a community. I want people who are doing the same thing at the same time with me because that's super helpful as well. So that's why I'm not an online business and I don't want you to be tricked by those people. So make sure you listen to that episode. And as always, you can find all of the past episodes and all of the show notes at becomeamediamaven.com. I do not have the three things on Thursday on there just because those are short, sweet, to the point episodes. I don't create any extra content for those. I don't even create social media posts for those. So you'll just have to scroll through the good old podcast app here and find those three things on Thursday episodes. But you can find so much at mediamavenandmore.com. If you go to becomeamediamaven.com, that'll just redirect you to my blog, and the podcast where you can get all kinds of information. If you have any questions, you want to chat about anything else, then find me on Twitter or Instagram at Christina All Day. Those are my social media channels of choice. Yes, I have a Facebook page, but I'm just there to look legit. I mean, if you don't have a Facebook page, are you really in business? So that's just there. Um, But Instagram and Twitter, I'm there a lot. Also on LinkedIn. So find me on LinkedIn at Christina Nicholson. If you search Christina all day on all of those platforms, you will find me. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you listening to my rant and my ramble of why I got out of online business. And I will see you again in just a couple of days for another three things on Thursday. To give you a little tease, the next three things on Thursday are I'm talking about my team and why I don't want employees and why they are independent contractors and why I think independent contractors are better than employees. So you can expect that in a couple of days if you are listening to this podcast in real time. Again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you like that new intro. Let me know what you think. Should I go back to the old one or should I keep this one? Who knows? 
Tell me at Christina all day.